everybody, welcome to Buratech. In this episode, we're gonna be talking about should you live in Silicon Valley? All right, before this video starts, I wanna make sure that you like and subscribe. The more subscribers we get, the more content we can make. Remember that this channel doesn't do a Patreon, instead we sell our digital products down below. Every dollar that we get from the content that you buy below goes into making more content. All right, so should you live in Silicon Valley or another major tech city? Well, the answer is a little bit complicated. Of course, there is lots of opportunities in these cities. However, the cost of living is huge and you might be getting paid a lot of money, but it might not be that much if you were to use it in a different city. So you might get paid big dollars to work at a big tech company, but the cost of living is so much that you would be barely scraping by or it's not even better than your current situation. So what should you do? Well, there's many options here. First, you can get the big job at the big city and just slug it out like everybody else, or you can get a job in a different, smaller city that is not as glamorous or the work might not be as good. Or lastly, you can move to a place where it's very affordable and freelance. Now, depending on where you are in your life, it might be better to do one of these options over another. If you're just coming out of college, it might be good to get that big tech company on your resume. And it might be good to live in a not very good place so that you can get this kind of work and experience at a big tech company. Now over the years, because these big tech companies have been getting bigger and bigger, it's been harder and harder to live in these areas. Now I'm talking about Silicon Valley or Seattle or to a lesser extent, New York, but any place that has a lot of tech generally has higher rents. Also, a lot of these tech companies are moving to places like Denver, which is also bringing up the price. Now, if you really wanna work for a big tech company, maybe working for a satellite office is a good idea. Just remember, the satellite offices don't work on the best projects, so you might not have a good project under your belt, but you'll have that name brand of a big tech company. So if you're just out of college, maybe a big tech company is good for you. The other thing that's really good about these cities is that there is lots of opportunities in startups. You can move to San Francisco, and if you don't like your job and you're a good programmer, you can probably find a startup that is willing to use your experience. And you might be making a little bit more, or you can get equity in the next big startup. It's completely up to you. Now this is a little bit risky, especially if the rents are really, really high, then you might be going into the negative and your personal account. Because if a startup isn't paying you, which is fairly common, then it's hard to actually, well, pay your bills. So if you do want to work for a startup, make sure that you get some equity and some pay to at least tide you over. There are many things that can happen in the startup world, and just because you think your particular company might be the next Uber or Amazon doesn't mean it actually will. It could be, but there are a lot of factors that can completely tank a startup. Now, another option is that you can work for a smaller tech company in a different city. And what's happening now, which is a really good trend, is that some tech companies are moving to places where housing and the cost of living isn't that hot. So the employees of these companies can actually have a really good life. A life that is much better than living in Silicon Valley. This is a really good trend and I would highly recommend that if you don't really care what you're doing and you want to get a good paycheck within an area that doesn't have a high cost of living, then I would recommend taking it. So if you live in Canada, New Zealand, Australia, or Europe, the difference between top housing and housing that is in not a prime location, the difference is much smaller. 
And in the United States, the difference is quite a bit bigger. So moving somewhere uh, where the cost of living is lower is a very good option. And if you can find a way to freelance, so this segues into the last option where if you can find a really good gig freelancing somewhere, then you can live in a place that has all the amenities of a big city, but the cost of living is way down. And this is again, unique to the United States, there are some places in Europe that can do this. So if you know any place outside the United States that has a low cost of living, but has a lot of amenities, please leave it in the comments. I would like to know. So should you move to Silicon Valley or a tech city? Well, it depends. If you're just out of college, then I would highly recommend just moving to one of these places and slugging it out for a few years. If you're a little bit further along in your career, then I would highly recommend moving to a satellite office if you don't have that big tech company on your resume. And lastly, if you don't really care about working for a big tech company, move to a place where the cost of living makes sense. Remember that if you're a programmer, then you're probably gonna demand a higher salary than normal, and the supply in these other markets is gonna be very low, so you'll have no problem finding work. All right, so that concludes this video. Make sure that you like and subscribe, and if you really like this channel, you can subscribe to Mammoth Interactive's huge library of content. Our goal is to get to 10,000 monthly subscribers. We upload 20 to 60 hours of fresh new content per month, and this is the best way to help out not only this YouTube channel, but Mammoth Interactive itself. See you in another video.